Hello, I'm R.A. Spratt. I write and perform this podcast. If you'd like to support the show, I'm a children's author, so you can buy a book by me, or you can buy me a coffee by going to buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. It's an easy way to make a small thank you gift to the show so I can keep kicking this can down the road. The podcast directory you're using right now should have a link to my Buy Me A Coffee page in the show notes, or you can type it into your browser. That's buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. All contributions are gratefully appreciated. Hello and welcome to Bedtime Stories with R.A. Spratt. Today's story is Mum's Story About the Moon. Here we go. Having a dog is great. They're so endlessly loving and affectionate and playful. Really, there's only one downside. Well, actually, two downsides. One, you have to pick up their poo. Two, even in winter when it's cold and windy and drizzling, you still have to take them for a walk. But Tammy loved her dog, and she loved going for walks with her mum, so she didn't mind, not too much, not if she had a really warm coat on. It was kind of fun peering in through the shop windows at night and imagining things about the people who worked in there during the day. You could look into the neighbours' houses too, see how the renovations were going, how tidy they were. If the lights were on inside, but it was dark outside, you could see in and they couldn't see out, so you could stare as much as you liked. Mum and Tammy turned into the field to walk the last few hundred metres back to the house. There was a half moon in the sky and the cold winter wind was blowing the clouds across it. It was spooky, like something from a movie. It's a half moon tonight, said Tammy. Yes, it is, said Mum. I wish the moon was made of cheese, said Tammy. Oh, it is, said Mum. Mum, said Tammy, rolling her eyes. Mum had very few faults, but if she did have a little tiny one, it was that she had a great love for telling outrageous falsehoods. Mum maintained that they weren't falsehoods, they were stories, and stories were an important part of shared cultural identity, and therefore completely all right. But every other adult Tammy had ever met said that lying was wrong. But calling your mother a liar was also wrong, so she was in a tricky spot. No, it is, said Mum. Of course, the hard part was getting the cows to go up there to make it. Mum, said Tammy. Because they had to go to NASA and train how to be astronauts, continued Mum. Mum, said Tammy. And as you can imagine, said Mum, NASA didn't have any astronaut suits that fit a cow. The space shuttle didn't fit them either because the doors were too small. But the cows embraced the challenge. They're lovely animals, cows. You see them standing in a green grass field and you think... They don't do much. But when you think about it, all the cheese and all the yogurt and all the milk you see at the supermarket, that's all the work of cows. They're very industrious. So when someone said to this brave herd of dairy cows, ladies, we need you to go into outer space, orbit 384,000 kilometres above the Earth and create a celestial object 10,000 kilometres in circumference entirely out of cheese. You know what the cows said? I don't want to know what the cows said, said Tammy. They thought about it for a moment, said Mum. Then they asked, what type of cheese? The man from NASA obviously hadn't expected that one, said Mum. He was flustered. "Uh, Um, said the guy from NASA. He was used to dealing with the most complicated aspects of physics, aeronautical engineering and astronomy, but he didn't know a lot about mature dairy products. That's your area of expertise, he said to the cows. What do you recommend? Red Lester, piped up one Jersey cow. Mmm, good choice, agreed the cows. 
But then the moon would look red, pointed out a Frisian cow, and people might think it was a giant stop sign. Good point, said the other cows. How about a nice bit of brie, said Holstein. Mmm, all the cows liked that idea. Everyone likes a nice bit of soft cheese. What about a Swiss cheese, said an Ayrshire cow. Mmm, delicious, agreed the other cows, but too holy. Spaceships might get stuck in there. I know, said a shorthorn. How about a lovely bit of cheddar? Lovely, agreed all the other cows. Let's do that. So they all went to Houston, Texas, that's where NASA is based, and began their training. It was very rigorous, as I'm sure you can imagine. They had to train physically. The trainers tried to get the cows to do push-ups and pull-ups, but cows' joints don't bend, so that had to be abandoned pretty quickly. They also had to be trained mentally. The scientists tried to teach the cows how to use computers, but cows weren't very good at using keyboards. Their hooves were too big. So every time they went to type something out, their hooves would just hit half the keys on the keyboard at once. So emailing took forever. And recalculating re-entry velocity and angle was practically impossible. But the cows were really good at one really important thing – eating grass. The lawns at NASA had never looked better. In fact, the only person who was upset about the whole let's make a moon out of cheese plan was the lawnmower man. The cows had put him out of a job, you see. He'd been mowing the lawns at NASA for 10 years and now he had nothing to do. He was angry at first and he stomped about polishing his lawnmower and sulking. But it's hard to stay angry at a cow. I think it's the eyelashes. They're just so lovable. So NASA retrained him as a milkman. It was his job to go into space with the cows and milk them twice a day. And that's what they did. The actual launch into space was a bit stressful because leaving the Earth's atmosphere is so hot. The outside of the spaceship reaches temperatures of up to 500 degrees and cows are very wary of getting too hot. Turning into steak is their worst nightmare. But once they were up there, floating endlessly in the weightless silence of space... They had a lovely time. It was very relaxing, really. They sat around the International Space Dairy Station all day, playing cards and board games. The cows would eat grass, which was weird because there's no lawn in space, so all the grass was in tubes like toothpaste. They'd suck on their tubes of grass all day, and then they'd get milked, and then the lawnmower man would put all the fresh milk into a cheese machine and make batch after batch of delicious cheddar cheese. And that's how the moon came to be made. It was a big job and it took them a while, but it's been a great help to everyone ever since because the moon puts out just enough light so you can see your way from the car back to the front door of your house without stubbing your toe on anything. So next time you don't stub your toe, think of those brave, hard-working cows, the man who milked them and the huge celestial lump of cheese they made just for you. Mum, you're an idiot, said Tammy. An idiot or a genius, said Mum. An idiot, said Tammy. But when she said you're an idiot, Mum knew she was really saying, I love you. I love you too, said Mum. The end. (music) 
Thank you for listening to support this podcast. Just buy a book by me, R.A. Spratt. There's lots to choose from from across the Friday Barns, Nanny Piggins and Pesky Kids series. You can order them from your local bookstore or go to my website, raspratt.com, and click on the Book Depository banner. They've got all my titles and they have free international shipping. That's it for now. Until next time, goodbye.